And we're back rolling with the shop. We got the uh, Henry. We're about halfway through the. Uh, we're about halfway through conference play, aren't we? In six A West and and these other conferences. We're about halfway through. Yeah, we hit Friday night. We will be halfway done. So it's you know, the season is rapidly ending. It is. So I'm to joined today by Henry Apple on my right, Ricky Fires on my left, Paul Boyd in the middle. He's playing goalie today or batting in the three hole, depending on whatever your sport uh-huh. is. So had another round of basketball last night in the 6A West. We'll start there. On the boys' side and on the girls' side, we were talking about this before we started rolling, there's a clear and definite separation um, in the 6A West in the boys and in the girls with Fayetteville clearly at the top on the boys' side and the girls' side and Bentonville clearly in that number two for the boys and the girls. And then after that, I'm not saying it falls off a cliff, but you could break a leg from that fall. Yep. Yeah, it's just there's so much you can just see it in the games right now, uh, separation. Uh, I would even say this much. There's probably more separation in Benton, Fayetteville and Bentonville and those uh, and the boys were one and two than the girls because just the other day – Just a one-point game. It was yeah. a one-point game at the buzzer, so that game could have gone either way. So that battle for uh, one and two, and, and uh, of course those you know one and two seeds, you know that that gets you the buy in the first round of the state tournament. You know that's what you want. You want to get that you know that buy if you can get it. Um, and it looks like, barring some some really big changes in the second half of conference play, that it's going to be Fayetteville, Bentonville, Bentonville, Fayetteville. However that works out, but it looks like uh, at least everything that I'm seeing that they're going to be your one and two in the West. Yeah, uh, and like we said, you get that. Uh, in the 6A conferences, you want that one and two seeds because you get that first round bye. That's one that's game you have to play to get to the state championship. So let's talk a little bit last night. Uh, the score I thought that was the most surprising to me, not that Bentonville girls beat Springdale, but by, I mean, you know, that's a that's a 45-point win, you know, for Bentonville last night. And like they say, it wasn't that close. No, it wasn't. I mean, Granted, we play in the games where the fourth quarter, you get a 30-point lead. It's a running clock. And uh, Tom Hallmeyer, you know, he substituted liberally just to, you know, get his other players in there. I expected Bentonville to beat Springdale, but by 40-something points, no, never. Not with a Marquisha Davis there, but uh, she only had 14 points. They only had 25 uh just a cold night shooting, and it seems like anything that Bentonville threw up, it went in. Well, Paul, I think you and I have talked about this. You know, we know that Marquisha Davis, you know, she's a no star player. She signed with Arkansas. She's going to draw the full attention of every team that they play, obviously. So it's up to the other players on the team to step up and, and play their roles. Well, and when they're not, and when they're not hitting their shots and they're not, you know, able to contribute – these are the kind of things that can happen, you know, to a Springdale team. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, and we have talked here about the uh, Janaya Goss, uh, Minshew, some other players who've shot the ball and contributed and done good things for them to help them off to this nice start. But as you said, when when they have an off night, boy, it really puts a lot on Davis's shoulders. And against a very very quality opponent, makes for a tough night. Well, you know, she, no question, she's a great player, but you know, she can't beat. The five, you know, five other players by herself, and uh, uh, she's, uh, you know, I can't wait to see what she's able to do at Arkansas next year when she plays with players that are at and above her level, and to see how she's going to be able to elevate her game. 
um, and play with players. I, you know, I haven't got a chance to see her play AAU ball where she probably, you know, she plays with players like that. And I haven't had a chance to see that, but um, you know, no question, she's a great player. But but last night is is proof that if Springfield's going to have any chance, any chance at all, you know, if when winning a game at the state tournament, they're going to have to get contributions from other players besides her. And that's a second bad loss for Springdale High because uh, Fayetteville High just destroyed them 85-45 on colors game last Friday, which leads in what I saw last night. Uh, Fayetteville, the league leader, hosting, hosting uh, Rogers Heritage. But it was very, very sloppy at the beginning. You know, I was expecting some uh, letdown because you can't get up for every game after they beat their rival. But Fayetteville was just horrible in the first quarter. And Vic Rimmer said, hey, you girls come over here and sit by me. And he let the whole second uh, um, uh, team in there. I love they, that. Yeah, yeah. Now, a lot of teams can't do that. And they were in a good position to do that. They got some depth. A little sophomore hit a couple threes. And they just sat over there and got to think about it for a while. Then Fable came out and kind of put it away um, in the second half. But I asked Vic, I said, ah, yeah, you can understand a little bit of letdown. He said, we're right in the middle of the basketball season. Shouldn't be a we, 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 we can't afford letdowns. So we're, we're in the stretch, and we got to play every night. He said, we got very high goals, and if you make this a habit, uh, you're not going to go anywhere. So I really like uh, 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 Vic and his philosophy way he handled that last night because Faye was clearly better. Rogers heritage, you know, they just really, really struggled. Now, uh, another score that surprised me last night, uh, besides, no, I mean, the Bentonville-Springdale, Obviously, it was a huge surprise that it was that much of a difference. But I thought after watching Van Buren play Friday night at Harbor, uh, Van Buren to me looked really good. They had really good balance that night. Had you know, I think four players in double figures looked good, moved the ball well. Them losing to Bentonville West was a surprise to me. How about you, Henry? I really don't think it was a surprise to me, except that uh, at one point late in the third quarter, Ben West had a 13-point lead. And they dominated him. I know it didn't be a two-point game, 42-40. But. Yeah, but then again, the Lady Wolverines did not hit an entire field goal in the fourth quarter, and Lexi Miller uh, tied the game on this little play. She inbounds the ball in front of me, just throws the ball in, steps in, and as soon as she steps in, they throw her the ball, and she drills it with 11 seconds left, and I'm thinking – Oh boy, overtime! Here we go. But no, uh, those are two two words that we had. I know it's just one word, but they're two dirty words to us. Overtime, yes. yeah, especially yeah. in junior high <laughs> or JV. Yeah, yeah, JV. Over and time are good when they're separate, but yeah. when they're put together, yes. no. But uh, but Benville West, give them kudos. I mean, uh, a third year program. The first two years, they won two conference games and then two conference games. They've already won three this year. And if the season was over right now, they're in the state tournament. Hey, they've won three in a row. They've won yep. three straight. That's right. That's hey, right. Henry, and, uh, that Anna Cash, she, she led them the other night against, uh, where were they at? Yeah, uh, Harvard. Um, I like her game. I like how aggressive she is. She knows how to play. She knows when to get fouled. She knows when to pass the ball off. she got very uh, high IQ in basketball, probably in, in books, too, unlike myself. But uh, she's really kind of carried this team lately, hasn't she? A, a little bit, but, you know, just like any other thing, they've got to get contributions elsewhere. Uh, Shania Wilson, when she's on her oh, game, double zero. Okay. she can play. But last night it was this Samantha White, who is she transferred uh, this year and a senior. 
Uh, she gets fouled with 2.7 seconds left, and of course, Van Buren calls a timeout to try to ice her. No, she hits two free throws. And talking to Randy Richardson after the game, he said, you know, earlier in the game, Cash got fouled. He says, I feel good because I know what she can do at the free throw line. But she said, when Samantha got fouled, well, she's my second best free throw shooter. And she has this very unorthodox free throw style. I cannot explain it to you. You just have to see it to believe it. But, hey, she hit nothing but net on two of them to win the game last night. Hey, you got to give her credit because a Chicago Bears fan, icing, icing people does work. And we saw <laughs> for our field goal kicker. Doink, doink. Uh, doink, doink. So, yeah, well, good. That's, that's a, a great job. You can do that uh, so much pressure. Paul, talk a little bit about your game. You were over at Rogers last night. The boys game, uh, I'm not surprised Rogers won because obviously we've talked about this. You wrote a story about how much improved Rogers is, but they, they dominated Harbor last night. Uh, they, they were ahead. I, I wouldn't necessarily call it dominated because I tell you what, uh, the big, in my opinion, the turning point in that game, they were up nine and Harbor scores eight in a row. Uh, Nick Buchanan. He's had, a player. Had, now, he's a player. Had, and he had six of those eight, hit a three to get them within 40-39 with just under two minutes to go in the third quarter. Okay, timeout. Harbor, you know, collect themselves. They've got a little run going. They go back out, go down. And, I mean, probably eight, ten seconds when Rodgers has the ball, he gets whistled for his fourth foul. Ah. Goes to the bench and scores two more points the rest of the game. Without him, uh, that's a big loss. Well, it, it, it just turned – they had momentum. And Rodgers had trouble – obviously, lots of people had trouble staying in, fr- staying in front of Buchanan. He's quick. Yep. Uh, he had 16 before that. Oh, uh, Jenkins. They must be uh, Jenkins had 12. He had some good things. But, but Buchanan and, and his up and down, they, they really had some momentum going, and it just turned the game – and, you know, from there, Rodgers, they did take the momentum there. One field goal, they limited Roger, uh, limited Harbor to one field goal in the fourth quarter. Wow. I mean, that's a, it, was, it was just good defense or was Harbor just missing shots? A little, little of both. A little of both. I, I, I think Rodgers' intensity ramped up. But, again, no Buchanan to be able to break down the defense, you know, puts, puts a little more of a strain on Harbor's offense. Now, in the 4A last night, we'll, <clears throat> we'll talk about the 4A a little bit. Farmington entertained Huntsville, which was a big game. Um, in the 4A1 conference. Huntsville, remember, we talked about this last week, and they had beat beaten Harrison uh, recently to take over sole possession of first place in the conference. They made that trip over to Farmington last night and took on a Huntsville alum in Bo, uh, Bo Thompson, the coach over mm-hmm. at Farmington. Well, Farmington, they let it be known last night that they are they're going to be the team to, to, you know, to, uh, to beat in that conference. They, they beat Huntsville by 10 last night at home. So uh, Farmington, and Farmington has played very, very well at home this year. So that's happening in the 4A. Henry, we're going to go over to uh, jump back up to 6A again. We're going to take it down the River Valley area where the Fort Smith Northside Lady Bears are just continuing to roll. I tell you, that would be a fun team to watch. They're 18-0 and right now and uh, not only beat Cabot last night, but beat them handily 59-28. to 28. How'd they score 28, Paul? It's a miracle. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, so they're still right there. As far as the girls, you have Northside right there on the top. Conway uh, at the number two spot, just one game back. Then North Little Rock and Bryant and Cabot sort of fall into play. And then you look on the boys' side. I tell you, I start doing these standings every, after every game. And you can take the 6A Central boys. It's like having Scrabble 
tiles. Okay, they look good this way. Put them in the bag, shake them up. Next day, <laughs> they look completely different. You, you, you find new words. Yep, yep. Well, so Northside, Northside boys, now they had been kind of st- uh, stumbling a little bit. They had lost, uh, what, four in a row, three in a row? Uh, but they they got back Three. on the got but. back on the winning side last night beat Cabot so Northside uh, of course you know they, they'll be a state tournament team but they had kind of struggled a little bit lately but look like they you know got them a win last night it's it's been a case for Northside I mean their games have been close they have been uh, you know but one of their wins uh, you know was was on the last second shot so their their wins have been close too yeah it, all. Their, their conference games last night they beat Cavett fifty four to forty three. That's been the largest margin of these games. I mean everything else has been single digits. So it's just one of these things, you know, that turns the game one way could turn it the other. Whether it's a, a critical shot or a turnover or a you know a foul at the wrong time, you just never know about the six A Central. Like I said, it just got shook up. The thing that surprised me last night, Bryant beats defending state champion North Little Rock. Handily, it's seventy three fifty six. I think Bryant's boys are pretty good, and and obviously Conway boys are good. But they, you know, they lost last Friday night, so that you know they were number one and lost. So you know the six A Central, it's it's you're right, Henry. But you you don't have that clear and separate, uh, you know, distinction between the one and twos and the rest of the conference. In that conference, you you got three, four, five teams that can that can go. Oh and, no, right and maybe now, more than that. Yeah, because you got Bryant and Conway right now tied for first at five and one. North Little Rock never. You know, always leave them it, out. Yeah, They're yeah. four and two, and then you have Central at Northside at three and three, and then a Cabot team who only lost one non-conference game. They're now two and four. Wow. Well, no, the six A, you know, six A has been really good. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the state tournament, you know, you know who, you know, how that's going to shake out. I don't think like in years past when you had North Little Rock was with, that was the clearly you know team to beat. I don't know that you have that this year. I think you know it's going to be it's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun state tournament. It's going to be here at uh, at Bentonville West. West at the Wolverina over mm-hmm. there at, in Centerton. So uh, so that'll be a good tournament. Uh, you know, you, you folks will want to circle those dates on your calendar to be there because every game um, looks like it's going to be there. Going to be some really really good games. When played. does it start? Do anybody know? When? That will start the last week of February and into March. Okay, so, excellent. So it'll be some uh, good basketball. It there. won't be long. Just about four weeks away, and we'll be here. And the and the uh, also in the five A West last night Greenwood girls they uh, went over to Alma and got a big win. Of course the Alma boys they beat Greenwood, which I think the four of us could get together and probably give Greenwood a pretty good game. Maybe um, you know Greenwood's uh, you know struggles a little bit in basketball there. Football powerhouse but basketball not yeah. so much. Gang, games like that you you always wonder you know if Greenwood was trailing twenty if you threw a football out there instead of basketball. Absolutely, how quick it change. Absolutely, <laughs> hey, they play baseball pretty good. They play baseball pretty good over there. You are and right I think about uh, we're, uh, we're all fans that we don't want to leave the small schools out. We've talked about Valley uh, Springs in the past and. And Bergman, uh, tell a little bit about Bergman. Uh, they're twenty-four and four yeah, now. Henry, you, tell you about got that the game. inside scoop over there. First of all, tell us where Bergman is. Bergman is uh, in Boone County, over close to. You go to Harrison, and then you hit up Highway Seven to go get to Harrison there. and take a left. Yeah, something like that. Uh, head toward <laughs> Missouri. Yeah, but yeah, the the if Panthers you get to Branson. You went too far. Exactly. When yeah. if you see that sign that says "Welcome to Missouri," oops. Yeah. Wrong turn Turn-around. somewhere. But yeah, Bergman's uh, interesting. They last year they were ten and fifteen, and Bo Martin told me he said, you know, a, a district tournament they bring up this ninth grader by the name of Elijah Royce, and they almost upset Valley Springs last year in the district tournament. Mm-hmm. 
Well, now Elijah Royce has now joined the team. He's now a six foot four sophomore, and this guy is Mr. Double Double. Twenty eight games this season. He has eighteen double doubles, wow. and he's had one triple double this now, year. Now Rick is, has had his Rick's a triple double with yeah, five well, guys at triple double. He get that triple double with five guys. Is that what a burger? Well, no, five guys burgers. Yeah. Yeah, I know Orioles. I'm a triple double on Orioles yeah, too. Yeah, big old big glass stack. Of milk. Three yeah. stacks of Oreos and yeah. a big glass of milk. There you but go. The, uh, what did the score last night? Oh, they, the interesting. This game, you know, we're used to seeing game scores, forties, fifties, maybe a sixty or like Bentonville girls scored seventy. The final score of this game last night was ninety nine to eighty. Now you know I would love that because I don't believe any oh, defense no. should be played in basketball. No, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, folks, you, you are an ABA fan, that, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Chip's definition of defense is the thing that you put around your property. Exactly. I can't even spell defense. <laughs> Over Guy Perkins, too, which is a traditional power small school yep. basketball. John Hutchcraft isn't there, but I'm sure the Snowbirds are still out. So, yep. Henry, let's go back to you mentioned Bo Martin um, is the coach at Bergman. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about his dad, Lindell Martin, the coach at Western, Western Grove. Grove, which was a state semifinalist Correct. last year in Class A. So, you know – that that coaching coaching river runs pretty deep in that Martin family. Yeah, I think there's even an, another coach or two somewhere in the the books there. Well, uh, Brian, Brian Martin is he, uh, he, he was had, a coach for a he, while. And, he'd gotten out of coaching, but yep. yes, he spent. You know, uh, they've they faced one another this year a couple of times. I think they've split. Bergman uh, two, and, uh, Western and Western. Western, I believe they split two meetings this year. Well, that that would be fun. That would be yeah. that would be a lot of fun. Hey, you uh, talking about family night? I, we had family night that. Uh, Fable last night. I did not name realize. the <laughs> Yeah, the Relifords. Name the Relifords. Uh, Tamari Relaford had 28 points. His brother, who's a freshman point guard, had 16. Isaiah. And the, Isaiah, and they got another brother. Alonzo. Uh, Alonzo on the bench. Uh, I That's think just in case there's not. Yes. You have to have a quota of Relifords on the floor for Fable. It has to be two at all times. So if something happens with Isaiah or Tamari, Alonzo has to go in so they always have that too. So you always got yeah. And you know, uh, uh, Tamari is like six seven, and the other ones are like five eleven, five ten. But you know, maybe they're going to have a growth spurt. They're like me. They're still waiting on their growth spurt. I'm still I, waiting on mine. I'm easily yeah. confused. But when they play Northside and they got all their cousins down there, that's uh, they got that's like nine Rutherfords. That's yeah. it. Break out the Hank Williams Jr. family reunion. Now, there's a Rutherford freshman on the girls' team at Fayetteville. Yes, yes. And she was hurt last night, didn't dress up. No, she was in concussion. Concussion uh, protocol? But, um, she played a uh, football she, game last week. Oh, okay. No, right. I mean, hey, the, Fayetteville High School, they, 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 get, they get rugged. They, they get, get rugged. rugged, yep. It ain't for the faint of heart over there. No. Hey, hey uh, Rick, did you know they play basketball in Boonville, too? You know, we talk a lot about Boonville. And how, how good a football program they have. What are they, like 17 and 20 and 1. 20 and 1. 20. 19 in a row. 19 in a row. 20 and 19 1. 19 in a row for the Boonville Bearcats. Noah Reyes, one of their big football stars, is also on the basketball team. And um, he's he's been a good player for their basketball he's, team. He's contributed well. Uh, do you, would you want to run into one of those screens? Uh, no. 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 I'll tell the funniest story. One time I went and covered a game that big Leonard Davis, remember him, played offensive tackle for the Cowboys and was a – Number one draft pick. He played played at Texas. But anyways, from a little small, tiny little school in in Texas, a little one A school, about the size of Western Grove, and uh, went over and watched him play basketball one night. And he was a three hundred pounder as a senior, and uh, but could move real well. And he went to set a pick on about a little five eight hundred forty pound kid out front, and looked like the kid completely was engulfed by Leonard. Looked like Leonard looked <laughs> like an amoeba. You couldn't even see the kid. He went inside. Leonard came back out, 
And the kid, of course, hit the deck. He, you know, he, he hit the deck hard. And they called a foul on Leonard. And Leonard said, well, what did I do? I was just standing here. So it's like yep. maybe you stood there too hard. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, Removable when he said a pick yep. on you, you you, yep. you got picked. So some good basketball there. Henry, what else? What other kind of wrap-up we got? Uh, uh, let's see. Um, we, we talked about Bird Miller. They've got a very interesting game coming up Thursday night against Clinton, you know, I'm looking at that three. Now these are two, these are two teams in this three A four with um, three A one three A one with Valley Springs. Yeah, you know Valley Springs leads the league, but here's there's Clinton and Bergman. They're jockeying for that number two spot. Now talk to uh, Coach Haney over Haney 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 yeah. over at Valley Springs a weeks ago, and he said when they played Clinton the first time this season, they beat them by about twenty. But Clinton was coming out of football then because uh, they had a you know a pretty good run for the football season. But when they played the last time they played, it was like only a five or six point game. So you're right, Clinton's going to be right in that mix. So yeah, very interesting game for that number two position, and uh, you've got to get that number two position because in that state tournament again, you know you want to get in there, good spot for the regional where you don't have to run into like a a Charleston in the, in the first round or something like that. Now we also need to mention we haven't uh, haven't had a, a podcast since last week. But how about P Ridge girls beating Berryville last Friday? That was a big win for them. Now P Ridge is a gr- girls team, is not one that we've talked a lot about, but they are right now they are the team to beat in the four A one. You got P Ridge, Farmington, and Berryville all right there in that mix. And we know Berryville beat Farmington girls pretty good um, yeah. a couple weeks ago over at Berryville, and uh, and then P Ridge and what was a huge emotional game uh, for them Friday night they. You know, this was the first. You know, they they had the student who suffered the yeah. uh, cardiac arrest and yep. and, uh, and and all that and and uh, boy, what a story that was. Uh, but anyway, so this was their first home game since that had happened, and uh, so big emotional win uh, for them. They Berryville led early in that game, but P Ridge came back in the second half and was able to win it. So you know, you got those three teams in the four A one along with Gravit. This just in, Gravit also you know, a pretty good team. Um, so Harrison and Harrison girls also right there in that mix. So that's, you know, the 4A1 for girls, that is a, you, I'll tell you what, you better bring it every night in that conference. Is and you got Prairie, Prairie, Prairie Grove was capable of beating anybody. So is Pea Ridge most uh, improved girls team in our area? Cause I saw them last year. I don't even remember them hardly. Well, they were a pretty good team uh, last year. Gra- now, last year, Gravit and Berryville were the yeah. cream of the crop, you know, in the 4A1, yeah. and they, you know, they end up, you know, I think Gravit won 28 games, Berryville won 30 games. They played yeah. each other in the both in the conference and the regional final. So they were, you know, they were clearly head and shoulders above everybody else. But, but Pea Ridge was a pretty good team last year, and uh, Coach Neal's done a really good job over there. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I've always noticed every time I've gone to cover a girls game at Pea Ridge, those girls play hard. I mean, they – they play hard and they play very physical. Well, he's been able to get some, you know, some good talent to go with there. I'm going to mention this name, Rick, and and, and everybody will know this. Win. They have a win on their team. Yeah. And uh, and she's she's a sophomore, I believe, maybe a junior. I think she's a sophomore. Anyway, she's been a, a big time player for them and it's kind of helped them elevate, you know, their game over there at Pea Ridge. Uh, shocker, I know, uh, with with the player named Win who would make your team better at Pea Ridge. She's a winner. Yeah, winner. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yep. She is. So is that about it? Um, hey, how about uh, congratulations to uh, Brad Johnson over at Farmington? Uh, I believe career win number two hundred. There last you night. go. There it, you it, go, Brad. That I think it was his two hundredth win at Farmington. At, at, at Farmington, Farmington. So, yes, Farmington. Because yeah, he's coached. Uh, That's right. Dardanelle. You, you are correct. Plainview as well. So and he's, he's got his daughter helping him get get to that uh, plateau, right? Mm-hmm. She's a good little player. What's it, Trinity? Yep, Trinity. Yep. Okay. Yep. 
So lots of good basketball. Remember, we're at the halfway point. Uh, this Friday will be the halfway point um, for everybody. Uh, the smaller classifications, 4A, 3A, 2A, 1A, they'll be having their conference tournaments here uh, in just a couple of weeks. So they're a little bit farther along than the 5As and 6As. Um, so they'll have their conference tournaments and then go on into regional and while the 6As and 5As are finishing up their regular season. Then they'll all start state tournament play at pretty much the same time. Some will start maybe a day or two earlier than mm-hmm. the others, but pretty much on the, at the same time. And uh, we've got the 6A state tournament is going to be held up here at Bentonville West, and uh, tournaments are kind of scattered all over the place. So, anyway, some great basketball. Uh, it's cold outside, so you know, get into it at gym. You can get some popcorn and a Coke. You don't have to worry about how cold it is, and uh, you can take off that coat and enjoy some great basketball. So that is it for this week's edition of The Shop. Thanks for joining us, and uh, hopefully we'll see you out there where they dribble the basketball and shoot it, apparently in Bergman, a lot. Mm-hmm.